From Luke 2, 1 to 7. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee to the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed. He was with chi- who was with child, and while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Let's pray uh, before we begin. Father, uh, thank you so much once again uh, for this season, for this time uh, where you chose to come down and be among us. Emmanuel, God, with us. Father, I pray that uh, the true meaning of this season would just Come and really be within us, Lord God, that we may live out of it, that all that we do may flow out of uh, the reality of you among us. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Christmas is truly a unique time of the year, isn't it? It's a unique time. For some of us, it's the most wonderful time of the year. For others, it's a difficult season. Christmas can be very difficult. It can be a time of celebration, on the one hand. It could also be a time of mourning. Some want Christmas to never end, while others can't wait until it is over. Christmas is a unique time of the year. In addition, Christmas can be like a whole mix mash and a collage of all this different stuff that we do. Like there's so many different things that we try to pack into a short period of time, right? For instance, there's all the traditions that we have during Christmas season. One of the traditions that we've adopted at our home is uh, actually, you know, during the first weekend of Christmas, we go to the Chris Kindle Market in Kitchener. How many of you were at the Chris Kindle Market this weekend? Woo! It was great, right? That's something that we've now adopted as part of our Christmas tradition. Christmas won't feel like Christmas until we go to the Chris Kindle Market uh, the first week of December, okay? We, we, we start off at Victoria Park. The Philharmonic Choir is there, and they sing actual Christmas carols. You know, that sounds really great, right? When we hear about Uh, the birth of Jesus, what Christmas is about, when we hear singing in public uh, space about the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's beautiful, right? And so we're we're hearing uh, the Philharmonic Choir singing these carols, and, you know, everyone's got their candles lit, and we, uh, from Victoria Park, we're led on a procession to City Hall, led by Mary and Joseph, who happened to be uh, Tammy and Derek Hergott from our church, uh, that's, it was a surprise to see that. What a, what a wonderful thing. We, we got some pictures on Facebook there. Uh, but uh, yeah, just, just great. It's, it's, it's just one of the things that we like to do. You know, and I love going there and smelling the goodies, all the German yummies, right? Well, some of it's American, I think. 
deep fried Mars bars and stuff like that, right? I, I don't think, I don't know if that's German, is it? I, I think it's American. <laughs> deep fried Mars bars. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's wonderful. You know, there's, there's, there's traditions like that that we do each year to make Christmas feel like Christmas. And, and I'm sure many of you have your own uh, traditions and things that you do uh, that makes Christmas Christmas to you, Right? And I'm hoping to start a tradition here in the church among the men, okay? Christmas Eve, Christmas ties. How's that? What do you guys say? What do you think? Huh? Can we do that? Christmas ties on Christmas Eve? Come on. Anyone? Yes? Okay. Some of us? No? Not really? Christmas ties. Okay, so go out to Value Village, Goodwill. Your closet, okay? Wherever it is, let's wear Christmas ties on Christmas Eve, okay? Done deal. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll start that tradition, right? <laughs> Christmas socks, yeah. Over our pants. <laughs> okay, okay. Christmas socks for the women. Scarves, vests, brooches, lights. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> well, let's not get too carried away here, okay? But... You know, Christmas is about the traditions, right? Christmas can also be, well, it's also about shopping. Uh, it just happens. It's about shopping and, and heightened commercialism, consumerism. It's just a part of Christmas, right? I mean, in November of this year, I went to the mall just to go eat. And man, it was so packed, so full. In November. I, I don't even know. I don't even think it was the end of November. It was like mid-November, maybe. But it was getting really packed. I don't know about you, but I'm beginning to notice this. As each year goes by, the, the hustle and bustle of this Christmas season seems to be getting more and more hectic. You know, the traffic is getting worse in some ways, right? And, and, and the parking, going to the big box stores or the malls, it's just the parking lots are always full. And uh, wherever you go, the lineups, oh man, line up for everything, Right? full of the, uh, the gift buyers who are in line, you know, wanting to buy that perfect gift for those special people in their lives, right? Christmas is, uh, you know, it, it may seem crazy, but it, it, that, that's a part of Christmas, uh, to go shopping and buying gifts. And the get-togethers, man, there's so many little get-togethers that we could have, right? Work parties, family get-togethers. I mean, at our family, we have three different family get-togethers, uh, Heiser side, Park side, and uh, then like with the uh, immediate family. So actually four, four, four family get-togethers, immediate family. No, three, three. Immediate family, Park side, Heiser side. Uh, and this, uh, yeah, it's a lot. And then there's, uh, you know, uh, n- night out with friends and so on. And our calendars can get so full during Christmas. It's just a very busy time of year. Right? And all of that, all that activity, it's smooshed into one short period of time. It's enough activity that can last, you know, months and months of doing things, and we just cram it into a short period of time every year. Christmas is truly a unique time of the year. Well, this year, our hope at Trinity is, is not for us to say to you, you know, you have to no longer do the traditions or let's not do them or anything like that. It's not, our message isn't to say, you know, you should buy less gifts. Although, you know, we would encourage that, right? We've said that in the past, to the, an encouragement to spend less and, and give more. But, but, but our message this year isn't to, isn't to do that, 
Okay? And it's not to say you shouldn't do you know, all those get-togethers and, and cram all that activity into one short period. I'm not gonna, we're not going to say to you, don't do those things. Our message this year is a simple message. That however it is that we define our Christmas, of all the things that we do, let's not make the message of Christmas just one of those things. Okay? So, Chris Kindle Market, family get-togethers, shopping, go to church and listen to the sermon on Christmas. Okay? Let's, instead of it being like that, let's make the message of Christmas, the simple, simple message of Christmas, be the very thing you know, that flows out, that you know, all the traditions that we do, all the things that we do, made, all those things flow out of the message of Christmas in our hearts. That's our hope is that that would take place this year. And so our message, our sermon series for Christmas this year is simply Christmas. Let us simply do Christmas. The scripture reading this morning was from Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. And in this passage, we are told about the coming of our Lord and Savior, the Son of God into this world. The reason for this season is this passage right here, Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 20. Uh, but we read verse 1 to 7 uh, this morning. God sent us His Son, His one and only Son, God's Son, who was to be the light of the world, the Savior of all mankind, the one name under heaven by which all people must be saved. The Savior of the world had come. And in this particular moment in history... He was a baby. He was a baby. Think about that for a moment. The Savior of the world. He was a baby. Each and every one of us began life in this world as a baby. Completely helpless. Completely dependent. Completely reliable. Reliant on our parents. Jesus Christ too came into this world as a baby, completely helpless, completely dependent, completely reliant on God and on his earthly parents. And right there is the first message of Christmas. Simply trust. Simply trust. We can learn a lot from the life of Jesus. We can learn a lot. His love for the broken and the needy, his power to heal the sick. But the most important thing we can learn from Jesus is found in this passage, from the picture that we're given of him wrapped in a blanket, lying in a manger with complete dependency and trust. Jesus had complete trust in God. God wants us to trust him. He wants us to trust him. That's God's desire for us to fully trust him, to lean on him for all the things we face in this life. Nothing is too small for God to, take, to, to care about and to take notice of. Nothing's too small for God. And nothing's too big for God to handle. Nothing. God knows everything there is to know about us, about each and every one of you, about all the fears that we may have. God knows those things and God wants us to lean on Him, to lay those things upon Him 
Because our God is a God who works all things for the good. That's our God. He works all things somehow, somehow for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. God is a God who wants us to trust in him, to turn to him. So the first message of Christmas is simply trust God. We need to trust that God takes concern for us, just as a mother and a father of a newborn child take great care and concern for their baby. God takes great care and concern for each and every one of us and wants us to trust him. And so at Christmas time, once again with all the busyness that happens around us, all the different things that happen. I mean, it's a time when, you know, many of us could have a tendency to feel overwhelmed, stressed, burdened. You know, Jesus, he, he said something when he, when he spoke to the disciples. What did he say, right? Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's the true meaning and message of Christmas, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That as we turn to him, come to him, trust him, we lay down our burdens upon him, he will give us rest. I just want to close with these uh, two verses this morning, and then we're going to have a time of communion. Verse number one, First, First Chronicles 16.11 says this, Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Psalm 55 verse 22 says, Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Isn't that an awesome promise? Cast all your cares upon the Lord. So at this time, I'm just going to ask Tom to come up and play just a little something, Tom, on the guitar there. Now, you'll notice in, your, in the pews where the offering envelopes are, okay, there's, a, a, there's cue cards there. I just want you to take out one of those cue cards, okay? If, uh, if you don't have them, just let me know. But they, they should be right there. Um, <clears throat> they look like this. Some of them have lines. Some of them are blank, okay? And there's pens there as well. So I'm just going to ask that you, you know, at this time, let's just take a moment, okay? We'll just take a few moments. And let's put that into practice. We're going to cast our cares upon the Lord. And so just think about it for a moment. What are the things right now in your life that you are worried about? That, that cause great anxiety? Perhaps it's family issues, family matters. Perhaps it's a burden at work or whatever it might be. Whatever is taking up all that mental real estate in your mind and in your heart right now. Take a moment to reflect on that and I just want you to write that down. Whatever it might be.
now we're just going to take a moment. Just going to ask God to speak to our hearts. Ask God to share with us individually, personally, what His thoughts are over those situations in our lives. And God may say, you, you, you may have a, an impression on your heart, uh, something that you feel the Lord may be speaking to you about. I want you to write that down as soon as you, 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 you hear that or you sense that. Perhaps it might be a verse in, from the scripture. You know, whatever comes to your mind, I just want to ask that you write that down. Perhaps the Lord be speaking to you at this moment. And so let me pray. God, would you speak to each and every one of us, Father, over these areas in, in our lives, God? You are a God who calls us to cast all our burdens upon you. And so would you speak to us now? What is it that you have to say about these areas, Lord? Let's take the time to listen and write. Often when I do this <clears throat> exercise, I, there's times where I think, God, why would you pay attention to me? You know, these, these things are so, so petty. I almost feel selfish for writing these things down. But, but God cares for our every detail in our lives. God has great concern for each and every one of us. And He wants us to turn to Him for everything, everything. And it's, it's interesting, whenever I, I get to the part where it says, <clears throat> where, where I say, you know, Lord, would you speak to me? And the phrases, the words, the scripture verses that come to me are always, I mean, they're so encouraging. 
and, 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 and it's almost too good to be true. Really, God, is it really that simple, Lord? Um, and, and the answer, I believe, is, is yeah, it is. The message is simply trust. Simply trust me. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. This is from the message version. It says this, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. I love that. I love that. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Wow. He is with us. Emmanuel. God with us. So the first message of this Christmas season is simply trust God. Amen. At this time, we're going to uh, have communion. Um, And so I'm going to ask the ushers to come forward. We're going to do things a little bit differently this morning um, in order to, uh, you know, part of it is time for for time's sake, but uh, we're going to try something different this morning. Uh, We're going to have everyone come up to the front to receive the the bread and the juice. And so for those of you who uh, are unable to uh, come up, no problem. We'll we'll have the ushers come to you. Sorry, I didn't uh, give you a heads up about that. But for those of you... Um, who would like someone to come to you, the ushers to come to you, definitely we can do that. Um, but we're going to have uh, everyone come up. And we'll start with the front rows. Now, okay, a little bit of uh, how to do this, okay? So we're going to exit our pews. So to your uh, right, okay? <laughs> I got to do this, eh? L for left, okay? So <clears throat> exit the pews, starting with the f- first rows to the right, and you're going to go back and up so that it's a circle. Okay? We're gonna, let's try this. It'll flow. Hopefully it'll flow. Okay? And so uh, starting, yeah, from the front rows. So exit right. Go back down the row and up like that. And so back down the row and up like that. Is that clear? Hopefully that's, yeah, good. Okay. So let's pray before we get up. Father, uh, we just come before you at this time. Uh, and we want to celebrate Uh, the coming of your Son. And uh, we ask that you would be among us uh, as we take communion and take part in your body and blood. In Jesus' name, amen. to the the bread and the juice. We'll take it all together, okay? Trial and error. It works. 
we celebrate this morning. Emmanuel, God with us. God, the creator of the universe, who alone is immortal and dwells in ineffable light. God, who is beyond our images, words, and things. God, who is completely over all things, is here among us. We rejoice in the birth of Jesus, who represents a God who longs to dwell with us. In him, we see the fullness of possibility to make God visible in our individual lives. We rejoice that Jesus led people to discover the sacred in the simplicity of the ordinary. Bread and wine, the fruit of vine and earth. He gave us these to keep us connected to the story. We remember the night before he died, according to our tradition. When he shared a meal with his friends, Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it. He poured out the wine. He gave thanks for all the blessings in his life. Do this in remembrance of me. We partake of the bread as Jesus did, remembering the call to love generously and faithfully, whatever the cost. We drink the juice, remembering our responsibility to be bearers of forgiveness, tolerance, and understanding. May these ordinary things be blessed, for they represent both the ordinary and the extraordinary, as Jesus calls us to follow him. Let us partake of the body of Christ. And now the blood of Christ that was shed for every one of us here. Let us partake. Father, we thank you for the many blessings that you have given us in this life. And God, you've called us to be a blessing to those around us. Father, at this time, we ask that you would Remind us, each and every one of us, to simply trust. To trust in you with all that we do, in all that we do, everywhere we go. Help us to hear your voice in all those things. Speaking to us, directing us, giving us the peace that truly surpasses all understanding. We thank you, Lord, for the provision of your Son given to us to dwell among us and in us. We thank you. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. God bless. Have a wonderful week.